Have you ever wondered why companies choose to rebrand? The reasons are fascinating and sometimes as interesting as the actual change in their visual identity. Microsoft, after more than a decade, has changed its logo to one that evokes the new Metro look of the Windows operating system. Here's the old, and here's the current. And here's the question of the day. Why bother? What's wrong with the old? Is the time and expense really worth it? Here's a bunch of reasons to rebrand. First is that there's been a growing difference between what your organization represents and the visual representation of it. Rebranding forces the organization to reevaluate each product, service, marketing initiative, collateral, advertisement, and white paper in a completely new light. It's a Herculean effort, but one that brings even stronger congruency. This reevaluation is even more important benefit of the rebranding. Another reason is your organization is looking to make a break from the past, and the old brand looks, well, old. Another reason, particularly if there have been problems, is that a rebrand signals that the problems have been solved, and it is a new day. Of course, rebranding without fixing the problems can make things far worse. Another reason, you're looking for a reason to reach out to your markets, and rebranding gives you something to say. A fifth reason is this. When a groundbreaking bet the company product is being launched, rebranding the company can amplify the impact of that launch. There's another. A new brand is an internal signal to staff that the organization is maturing. It can also be a strong motivator. So, which of these rationales are relevant to Microsoft? Likely a bit of each, although a few of the reasons might be more... Uh, um, more, more, more interesting to them. Um, now, there are some costs of rebranding. And uh, the, probably the biggest is the extraordinary amount of time and expense in evaluating, changing, and updating the logo and the visual identity. It usually means significant market research with existing and prospective customers to better understand how they see the organization. When it comes to people, branding equals corporate culture. If the new brand is more aspirational than actual, then a change management is required to shift the culture, and that could be huge. Another cost, the communication, planning, and execution to each stakeholder group. Effort is huge. Another is that some customers and other stakeholders may no longer identify with the new brand, costing the organization hard-won loyalty and dollars. So did Microsoft make the right call to rebrand? Strategically, yes. They need to establish themselves in the mobile space, and their new operating system supposedly was supposed to do it. But what about financially? Well, Microsoft has a large enough cash hoard that it can do just about whatever it wants. Most other organizations may need to do the financial calculus themselves. So here's your challenge. Rebranding happens both at the organizational level and the personal level. Now, beyond the purchase of a new wardrobe, have you ever considered the benefits and the costs of changing your personal brand? While you may not have a logo, you absolutely are known for something by your friends, family, and colleagues. And if you're in a leadership role, a personal brand can power your corporate brand and vice versa. This week, consider whether even a slight shift to either your personal brand or corporate brand makes sense. And another huh, rebranding Bolton, my firm, Pine Tree Advisors, has also rebranded. 
Here's the old that's about 20 years old. And here's the new, far fresher, more creative, and more in tune with our culture. Now, I do have an end of podcast bonus, a little bit of logo history. Here are the three other of Microsoft's old logos, and times have changed indeed. I'm Randall Craig. I hope this got you thinking, and if it resonates, let me know why and if I can help. Reach out at www.randallcraig.com.